This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Balloons, balloons, balloons. I don't know. The carnival gets crazier and crazier, doesn't it? Everybody's talking about the balloons. I look at all this craziness, everybody in the news, everybody on TV. They're doing breakaways from the Super Bowl. I added that for effect. I don't know. I don't think they did breakaways on the Super Bowl. And I wouldn't know anyway because I didn't watch it. But it would have been kind of funny if they did. While Patrick Mahomes calls up that next play, let's break away for a minute to see the next balloon incursion. I ask myself, as I watch this lunacy going on, like literally on national TV in a, in a presidential news briefing, the question was asked, could this be aliens? <laughs> even, even uh, what's herself there, a little Yoda, even she could have had to laugh it off. <laughs> no, no, it's not aliens. <laughs> if it was aliens, we would have told you already. <laughs> Why can't we get a simple answer to the question? Just adds to the madness, really. I think the White House is, is eating it up. Joe Biden probably got an, another couple of points. Every time he shoots down a balloon, he probably gets a couple of points, I'm telling you. So the balloons, we'll talk about the balloons. I'll tell you what I think's going on. And I got a little confirmation on it as well, as I expected. Uh, anyway, I was reading that the largest earthquake ever in history, or what's believed to be the largest earthquake ever to strike the planet, hit Egypt in 1201. This is what they think. Not 1200, not 1202, but 1201. And I noticed that there was an omission of the, um, whether it was B.C. or A.D., and I wonder if that was another little silent change that's been made. And I wonder why. Why would somebody do such a sinister thing? And I thought to myself, well, there's an easy answer to that. The computers. The, the, the common era dating is complicated for computers. You'd use more of a, what? Does anybody know the term? I, I don't know all these terms. Empirical dating? I don't know. There's a term for it. And so to go to, uh, maybe the, it is improved. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what the terms are. But you do a, you know, zero is zero, one is the first year, linear type, you, uh, you know, dating format. The before common era, after common era, it, it just messes it all up. So uh, I wonder if this is an AI driven. I thought to myself, you know, you know what else gets messed up in the kind of the same way? Is this whole boy girl thing in the English language. It radically changes everything for the computer. Much easier. Use people, right? Just narrows it down. Which all got me to think, I'm thinking, how much of this madness that we're living is because of the damn computers? The machines have already taken control. Nobody's worried about the coming machine. It's already here. I don't know. Anything to escape. We're like, just just let them take over. (laughs) Just get it off my plate. I can't take it anymore. Just let the robots deal with it then. Anyway, (laughs) my whole fascination with this thing was 20,000 people died in Turkey. And it was like two days ago. Nobody's even like, eh, you know, 
It's climate change or Trump or something. I guess it didn't fit with any of that. There was no political value, so it really didn't stay in the news very long. 20,000 people killed. One football player has a heart attack and survives. God, thank you. Millions of dollars raised. It was in the news for weeks. 20,000 Turkish people died. Ah, the poor slobs. Probably white nationalist, homophobic, Nazi. What do they call them? Not terrorists. The terrorists are like the good guys now. You don't say that word. That's somehow like uh, become a positive thing. It's the white nationalist. Everything's turned around. Anyway, <laughs> this largest earthquake that they think hit Egypt in 1201, it was guessed that it was like a magnitude 9, which, you know, probably flattened a couple of pyramids. Did we have pyramids then? I don't know. But anyway, isn't it interesting that we have these mythical legends of that era? Parting of seas, great floods, fire from the sky, all these things very hard to believe in this new modern era. Even with uh, some very plausible scientific explanations like the... um, you know the, the the sea or the the the, um, the the river of blood. It was red algae, is what it was, and all these uh, great explanations. But none of this has really been able to be replicated, and so it's very hard for people now to think about. But you look at what happened in Turkey: this loud explosion and the ground opening up. Maybe we just haven't known these things that were going on. But, you know, I asked myself along with that, you know, are we even remotely prepared to deal with this kind of thing? People are running around scared of a couple of balloons flying around the sky. People are afraid to leave their homes over, over a, a, a deadly virus that, that nobody was getting. It was crazy. The only hardship people know these days is called stimulus money. Think about it. Deadly worldwide pandemic deadly virus strikes. We're going to need money, lots of it. I need to be able to order at home. I'm going to need to be able to order food. (laughs) As long as I got food, Amazon, and Netflix, I think I'm good. Everything's good. As long as the pool boy shows up, don't mess with my pool chemicals, right? As long as we're we're fat and happy, everything's good. But whether it's natural or man-made, are people in general remotely prepared to deal with this? I run to the, the food store. This local, uh, uh, what do you call it, employee-owned market, you would say. And uh, it's a lot more affordable. You know, I've been saying the prices weren't going up. Guess what? Their prices went up, up, up. Um, $9 for a bag of broccoli florets. <laughs> I, prefer my, I prefer my broccoli chopped. You know... <clears throat> It was so inexpensive in the past, you didn't mind wasting it. Now at that price, I mean, that's like practically steak-like pricing for broccoli. Suddenly growing a garden is going to become a very profitable thing to do. And while some of you laughed and mocked me for my efforts in the garden, you will soon re- I'm kidding. Nobody did that. But it sounded pretty good. Right? I got to you know, like play the victim these days. The way I was treated. <laughs> All because I just wanted to grow a few tomatoes to feed my poor family. And save the planet. Oh, man. Am I getting it dialed in or what? It's a shame I have these little slip-ups time and time again that continue to get me shadow banned. (laughs) 
What's what's the balloon gate? Is, is it the new pandemic or the new scamdemic? I think we know the answer to that. So whether it's natural or, or man-made, are we are we prepared to deal with this? We can't even handle a couple of balloons floating around. I keep saying, you know, look at yourself. I was doing a little workout here before I started this recording. Look, I, you know, I, I, I talk a lot bigger than I am. I'm not in the best shape for sure, uh, but I try to just keep pace a little bit physically. That if I got to walk home 15, 20 miles, I can do it. And some people, you know, you need to look around. There's nothing Herculean about walking 15 miles. And I started to say, I went to the market and I'm pulling in the parking lot. And I'm thinking, man, oh, man. People are really packing on the weight. You're going to tell me that these people can could go a day or two without food? You're not going to have to worry about people fighting over it. They're in the condition to fight over it. It'll die. Crazy. This is the, the physical part. Look at the condition of our population. It's not good. It's not good. The Great Reset, it happened. They, they, didn't, they didn't say, oh, you know... We want to refer to this. No, they're like, it happened. What was it? We're still finding out. I think it was just a worldwide price adjustment, a worldwide printing of money with a re- in the process of redistribution of wealth, which is still going on, exactly what they said they were going to do. They didn't do it through taxation. They didn't have to. Did it through inflation. And, and I've made this observation that uh, anybody who owned prior to the Great Reset, prior to the scandemic, is in pretty good shape financially, I think, for the most part. Jury's still out on that. After, people who bought after, whether it's stocks, all the stocks you bought from the pandemic on, that's the value that I gave back. I'm looking at this. I'm like, I know exactly what happened here. Will it go lower? Well, it's possible. They were overinflated up leading up to that. So it wouldn't surprise me that there's more of a correction just by way of that, let alone the looming financial disaster. Home prices, I mean, we're still in, in well above what we paid for this thing. Couldn't touch it. Couldn't touch it. Townhome down the street, I see they're selling the model home. $1.7 million for a 3,000-square-foot townhome. I used to know somebody, a high-net-worth individual, and um, had a family business, and they did something like that. Bought like a million dollar town, and the thing had an elevator in it. And um, and I guess it was nice. I just I don't like I, I, I got to be outside. I need I need land. Nobody values that anymore. I don't know. I'm looking at the photographs. I'm like, all right, stainless steel appliances. Check. We have them. So does I put stainless steel appliances in apartments now. I'm going to pay a million-dollar premium for the stainless steel kitchen in a, in a townhome? It's not a premium product anymore. Quartz countertops, check. You got those going in apartments now. Premium-grade cabinets, check. I mean, I'm like, I don't understand what the, you know, the, the, the big draw on them. You could, do, you could practically do this stuff yourself if you had a little bit of a, you could buy a house and, and redo it yourself and do all these things. Minus the kitchen, maybe it's a little complicated. Crazy prices. But anyway, I think that, you know, what you owned prior to the Great Reset is probably pretty good. After, probably not. Cash is worth half as much. But the, the Great Reset, it also reshaped humanity in big ways. You know, I've, I've heard people say this. The police, 
and say, the world changed in 2020. I've heard that said many times. Look at the Emmy Satan half to, uh, some Satan show and people watching this and, and Biden in the red a demonic backdrop for that. Uh, remember that State of the Union? People have such short memories. This very demonic overtone. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's funny. I don't think you mess with that stuff. There's consequences. What kind of consequences? Right now in front of us, there's a vicious atrocity going on. Maiming and castrating of children. Listen to this. This is from uh, WND. I have the link to the article if you want to check out the whole thing. I just want to share a little piece with you here. If Americans throughout their nation's history have embraced any common values at the top of the list would be the conviction that children are precious, innocent, a gift from God, and to be protected at all costs. Why then in today's America are so many adults destroying children in a dizzying variety of ways from aborting them right up to the moment of birth to killing them after they're born to sexualizing them virtually from birth? Harvard now teaches a course on infants who are LGBTQIA+, queer, or asexual, to injecting them with experimental, quote, vaccine, proven to be both ineffective and dangerous, to transporting two- and three-year-olds to events glorifying mentally ill, demonically possessed men dressed as women, some with criminal histories of child sexual abuse, who regale America's next generation with fantastical stories about heroic LGBT characters. And this is just the abuse heaped daily on infants and toddlers. Right here in the United States, right in the open. What's it going to lead to? What's the next step? Well, more mayhem. More pain and suffering. As we go down this path of a very unnatural, very inappropriate existence. All this going on here domestically, these attacks on our children. Let me me back up a second with the attacks on the children. There's another story. They said white girl beat up by black girls. Honestly, they all looked black to me, one much lighter skin than the other. What, What difference does it make? The point is, that there's these vicious fights that these almost like MMA style raining down punches hard. You know, the, the child in middle school got a, had a concussion, and none of this is new. The fighting, it's gone on a long time, but uh, there's a certain veracity to it. Fighting right in plain view with a bus driver with no impunity. They, it's like they know they're not going to get in trouble. The kids are getting beat up, injected. If it's not the vaccine, it's the the uh, fentanyl. The, the porn the parents are addicted to, the drugs the parents are addicted to. I started to say with the kids fighting on the bus, there was another story that came out. And I think to myself, you've heard me say, I'm like, God bless the fool. <clears throat> whoever does something like that to my daughter, remotely uh, short of that, and see what happens. We had a little incident on the playground two years ago. And um, 
After a little investigation, it didn't seem like, but I'm telling you, ask my wife. She's like, you can't kill that boy. I was like, you're right. Who's the father? I'm not kidding. I'm really not. I mean, if somebody were to do something like that to my daughter, and you won't hear about it because I'm not going to tell you, or anybody else for that matter. But there would be a price to be paid. Eye for an eye. Absolutely. And so why do I bring all this up? Well, I can't be alone in that kind of thinking at all. So where are the parents that the kids are being beat up that they say, well, we're going to sue the school. Sue the school. That's like not even. So that that tells you all you need to know about the parents right there. So I want to get a check. I better get paid for this. Oh, okay. Pretty sad when you think about it. You got parents killing their children on on a broad scale. I've been talking about it a lot. I've watched it happen. Um, it, it just goes on and on. The abortions, the killing, of, you know, the, the actual murder of a born. No, no dispute over that. I, I don't think that I'm aware of. They haven't come up with any new definitions of that. Not only not doing anything to protect the children from sexual abuse, like encouraging it, basically. Why the pushback, the attraction to Satanism? Well. Maybe we need to look back at the abuse that was going on in the Catholic Church for years. I just saw an article that like 5,000 children victimized by the uh, Catholic Church in Portugal. Um, the scale of it is just disturbing. And, you know, what do you expect a child who goes through the church and is, you know, a boy who's sexually abused by a priest— Sitting there, you know, everybody's smiling and bowing down to this guy. Right? Think about the damage that's done. The abuse in the church is like the worst kind ever. I've heard so many stories. Girls in, in Protestant churches abused by men. And then they ask for forgiveness and the congregate, oh, great, we'll forgive you. And this young girl's got to sit there in that same church with that individual. Do people think about these things? So what has been the the generational impact? How do you expect that somebody, how do you say that somebody who's on the receiving end of that rebels against religion, how do you argue with them? What's your argument going to be? I can't think of any. I hate God and religion. If that's been your experience, what do I say to you? God forgive you. I hope God for, would forgive you. That you'd find some peace, really. What am I going to say? How much? So this has been going on. You, know, you look at the, the porn uh, internet traffic, it consumes the internet traffic. I've been saying this. It's like, I, I don't know what the numbers are, but exponentially more than news, social media, probably combined. Think about that. Where are the girls coming from? The boys, the trans, whatever. You've got this generational abuse going on, this generational departure uh, from anything good, really. So then you got, you know, this has been going on, right? Mr. Thanks for being positive, Chris, right? All this while world wars breaking out and everybody's just like dazed and confused. What do you do? I don't know. You hold the hell on. Major problems, debt problems, which is money problems, 
people don't realize the the effect of all this. And I don't know who it's like at a race to the bottom between the United States and China. Russia and India seem to be okay financially. I don't know. But whatever you want to uh, try and understand about all that, the money problems have gotten so big that people can't afford homes or food. I mean, it's a real deal. You know, my son was over for Christmas. Now he's a young man in the Air Force. And I remember I ate my fair share of beanie weenies back then, but I made a mistake. He's like, man, I get to eat this too much. Had enough chicken, I guess. Lots of people in the military. They're allowing um, Medicare now to be used to buy food. You're not going to use it to buy medicine. You're going to use it to buy food. You choose to eat. You can choose to have your diabetes medicine. You gotta take care of yourself now more than ever. How do you afford a house? A townhome, a million dollars. My kids can't afford to live here. My kids can't afford to buy the home that I have here. I was explaining to my wife. I said, you look at the pattern. My first townhome was like two years gross wages for me. Now those numbers are just through the roof. Through the roof. How's there money left for anything else? There's not. That's the problem. All built on debt. Big, big money problems going on around the world. Wars, unrest, people going crazy. You see this 62-year-old guy that drove the U-Haul up on the sidewalk in New York City? People are going back crap crazy. The kids are flipping out on buses. Drivers are just driving down, mowing down people. I literally saw a plane falling from the sky. Did you see this story? <clears throat> it was uh, flew out. Of, I think it left San Francisco for Hawaii, or vice versa. Got out over the Pacific. At three, it was taking off. It got to three thousand feet. Did a nosedive for forty-five seconds. Seven hundred and fifty feet off the water, was able to finally pull up and get out of it. They can't explain why. Ooh, okay. And, and the number of near-miss flight accidents is through the roof. So don't tell me that something's not going on. And I was saying about the, um, you know, the, these great um, disasters and great events. You know, when you think about something like the poles flipping, and I'm like, wow, you know, how's that going to impact? Like, is the, is the world going to do like a, a massive flip? And what, what happens in that? Like, it's crazy to think about. And we don't know. We have no idea. You know, enough history to know. And it kind of goes to make sense when you think about it. It's like, you know, civilization's being rebuilt and rebuilt because there's this new beginning. And maybe it's just the great equalizer and the path to progress. The evil nature of people, it's like you got to... Wipe it out so only the strongest survive, right? Only the most righteous. Sodom and Gomorrah, it had to be destroyed. The world had to be rid of, of those weeds, right? It's, people don't like to talk in these terms, but this is the natural order of things. So maybe the poles will flip. Maybe that's making everybody crazy. But look at what's going on. Look at what people are focusing on. With all the problems going on, and you got Philadelphia Eagles fans that are uh, fighting with police because they don't like that the Kansas City Chiefs won. Did you see that? Reason number 900, I don't watch the Super Bowl. Right? The country's going bankrupt. you got war, money disappearing. And so I'm like, look, a balloon. 
It's nonsense. White House denies. White House laughs at claims that aliens are involved in shot down UFOs. Corinne Jean Pierre dismisses suggestion that extraterrestrial activity is behind the recent takedowns. They don't have good terms for this yet. But admit, they still don't know who sent them. And so the mystery continues. And how long will it continue? Well, it's going to continue one more day. I'm not going to tell you today. This is the bait and switch. This is the big one. I'll tell you tomorrow. I've kind of already told you, but you're going to have to wait till tomorrow to get the, the proof behind it, all right? I got I to cut things up because I got a lot going on. I'll tell you back tomorrow on the podcast. I sure hope to see you there. God willing, hope to see you there. Make it a great day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.